This episode of the Oz Movie Geek podcast is sponsored by Kix. Kix is an online film and television retailer specializing in the latest Sony, Universal, and Paramount films and television shows. You can use the exclusive code OZGEEK15 to receive 15% off your order. Thank you to the wonderful team at Kix. Now to the review. Hello and welcome to the latest episode in the Oz Movie Geek podcast. I'm your host, Pato. Today I'll be doing a review of Nobody, the new action film from director uh, Isla Nashhala, uh, who previously helmed the interesting Hardcore Henry. I'll admit I'm not a huge Hardcore Henry fan, but I do appreciate that it does have its following. Um, and starring Bob Odenkirk in a, I guess, a... a role that we wouldn't normally expect him to star in um, and I was looking forward to seeing this film purely because it was from the producers of John Wick and it did look like the action was going to have that John Wick style to it um, and I'm always open to checking out new action films uh, there are a dime a dozen but I do enjoy seeing a good action film when it does present itself uh, this copy of this film was provided to me by the wonderful team over at Kicks. Uh, so make sure you check out the link I've left down below. You can pick up Nobody on Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, whatever suits your um, your media library. But yes, you can pick up this one and you can use the code OZGEEK15. That's OZGEEK15 to receive 15% off your order, which is a pretty good deal. So thank you to the team at Kicks for that. And yeah, that's pretty much it, guys, for this intro. So let's just get stuck into this review. So take it away, trailer. So they took maybe 20 bucks and an old watch? Mr. Madsen, did you even take a swing? No. Could have taken her, Dad. Heard you had some excitement last night. I wish they'd have picked my place, you know? Why didn't you take him out? I was just trying to keep the damage to a minimum. Yeah, how's that working out for you? You're okay, because you don't look okay. There's a long dormant piece of me that so very badly wants out. What are you still doing here, old man? I'm gonna fuck you up. It's been a hell of a day. You can see that. Twelve years, I worked for some very dangerous people. Everybody get to the basement. What is happening? Don't call 911. I used to be what they call an auditor. The last guy anyone wants to see at their door. Because it meant you didn't have long to live but I left it behind to start a family. I might have uh, overcorrected. When you've left, you've abandoned a certain debt that needs repayment. 
And your creditor is winner of your resurrection. They came after my family. They stole my kitty cat bracelet. And you don't fucking do that. Give me the goddamn kitty cat bracelet! You look like shit, Dad. You should see the other guys. Who the fuck are you? Me? I'm nobody. So Nobody, like I said, was directed by Isla Nashhala and stars Bob Odenkirk, Connie Nielsen, Christopher Lloyd, Michael Ironside, Rizza, uh, Colin Salmon, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, and the film follows a bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men um, who becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. So like I said, guys, I was in anticipating this film sheerly because I wanted to see a fun action film with Bob Odenkirk. It just sounds like the most bizarre premise in history, I guess because we're used to him playing, you know, a bit of a, a sleazy character like he does um, with Jimmy McGill in Better Call Saul. And yeah, I, I just wasn't really expecting him to take on this action role. Now, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I always like when an actor performs against type. I usually like when an actor is, you know, more of a com known for comedy or something and, and goes into more of a serious role. Uh, Steve Carell is a classic example. But Bob Odenkirk is an interesting one because I think he's a very talented actor and I've liked a lot of his output. Like I mentioned, Better Call Saul. He's in Breaking Bad, of course. And I always find him to be one of the best aspects of whatever he's doing. And that transcends here because I think he is easily the best part of this movie uh, as Hutch Mansell. I think he's really good. He is uh, quite an entertaining presence on screen, even in these sort of action performances like he's done here. Uh, I really liked the way that he sold the action, and I think that comes down to Isla Nushala's direction. The film does feel very John Wick-esque, nowhere near as good as John Wick, but, like I said, it does benefit from the fact that we do have such a strong performer here in Bob Odenkirk, and he's such a great leading man. Um, I found him to be easily the best part of the film, and I think that comes down to, yeah, ju just his ability to sell the role. He does a really good job, a lot of the action's in camera, so you can see that Bob Odenkirk is doing a lot of the stunt choreography and a lot of the stunt work around some of the action set pieces, which is awesome. I'm always a huge champion for things like that because I want to see those awesome action set pieces. Uh, that's a big part of what makes an action film memorable. It's what makes an action film good as well. And I think that Bob Odenkirk does a really good job doing that. The supporting cast is also pretty good. Uh, we have Connie Nelson who plays uh, Bob Odenkirk's wife and I think she's quite good in the film. It's always nice to see Michael Ironside show up as well. Uh, Christopher Lloyd as well. I haven't seen him in a big screen film since... I don't actually know. Um, he was in I'm Not a Serial Killer, which isn't a huge film, but it's a fun little indie film if you haven't seen it. Uh, probably Piranha 3D back in 2010 has been the last big screen film I've seen him in. And, yeah, I thought it was fun to see him on screen again. There's a great sequence where he's uh, concealing a shotgun 
some guys come to bang him up and he just shoots them. Uh, that was pretty interesting. That was quite funny to see too. And, yeah, it's always fun to see Christopher Lloyd on screen. I actually showed Jess, my partner, the other day. Uh, we watched Who Framed Rob- Roger Rabbit. She hadn't seen it before. And I forgot how great he is in that film too where he's just completely over the top but he's having so much fun in the role. Uh, the action set pieces themselves are a lot of fun too. So we have that inciting incident at the very start where, uh, you know, there's a bank robber, oh, not a bank robber, just a normal robber, who breaks into his home and he's going to mess them up, but he sees that their guns aren't loaded so he doesn't intervene. And because he has that background, you know, the secretive background of being that um, that last stand kind of guy, uh, he doesn't really want to intervene because he doesn't think it's completely necessary. Then he's copying a lot of flack from everyone saying, oh, if they broke into my home, I would have shown them what, what's up sort of thing. And he's like, oh, man, I didn't want to hurt them, so I didn't intervene. Um, so he's dealing with a lot of that and that back and forth. And that all was very interesting. And I really liked that the exploration of his character there because he's handling it in a way where he's not able to you know, give up detail about what's going on. He's sort of just got to take a back seat and just sort of take it as it comes. And that's what he does. And I found him to be quite good in that sense too because as a character, we get to explore what makes him tick. We don't get given a great deal of information surrounding his background, but we don't really need to. We just need to know what makes him tick as a person. He obviously wants to protect his family, but he doesn't want to go full out crazy. Um, The film does a good job also of establishing him and his routine. We have a great sequence at the beginning of the film that shows him trying to, you know, I I guess um, go through the motions every day in and out. He's doing the exact same thing. That was really interesting and a lot of fun. I liked seeing that. It was, it was um, a bit humorous, I guess, uh, to see, you know, he's just taking out the bins, goes for a run, exercises, takes out the bins the following week, does the same thing. And it's just back and forth of, of his day-to-day activities. Um, Doesn't really love his job. And that sort of transcends as well into his character. So, yeah, we're getting a lot of interesting, um, really interesting character moments earlier on, which help establish the vengeful nature of the rest of the film as it sort of comes out. So he pisses off a drug lord. The drug lord's like, you know what? I'm going to send my guys after you. And he just keeps standing his own in like these awesome action set pieces, the best being uh, when he's on the bus at the very beginning of the film. Um, he's on a bus and these men are harassing this young woman and he's just like, yeah, I'm not putting up with that. And he just bashes the shit out of these dudes. Uh, he, he himself gets absolutely thrown around too. He's got a bleeding nose. He's got probably broken bones and he gets thrown through the window of the bus. And that's an excellent action set piece. It goes on for just the right amount of time, just so it can showcase the brutality of the action that's going on. And I really enjoyed that because it helps establish, again, him as a character. It also helps establish his strength, uh, his ability to take a bit of a hit. I really liked all of that, and I think uh, Nashala does such a great job of moving the camera in that sequence. It's not the long takes that we're used to from like a John Wick film, so that felt a little different. They were cut, but at the same time, they're all wide angles, so we can actually see what's going on. You feel every bone-crunching punch that's landed as well, which I appreciate. And that comes down to great sound design too, which is on full display here in this film, which I really enjoyed. Uh, The villain himself is very over the top. Um, I'm going to attempt to say his name now, but I know I'm going to say it wrong, so I do apologize. Alexei 
Sarah Bryakov. So I apologize for saying your name incorrect because I guarantee I did. Um, but yeah, he, he was a bit of a forgettable um, villain, but he was very hammy and over the top, which was enjoyable. The villain didn't really have to play a large part in the film because it is Bob Odenkirk's film. He's doing all the heavy lifting. He's the one we spend all the time with. We're not meant to like this villain. Um, I guess if I had to draw a comparison, he's sort of like the villain from A Good Day to Die Hard, which everyone's probably listening thinking, oh, no, that's terrible. But what I mean is that he's sort of like forgettable in that nature. He's not a terrible performer. I think he's really good. Um, He's just sort of, yeah, a bit forgettable and not the catalyst for everything that's going on. As such, I guess Bob Odenkirk really is the catalyst of his own situation. He sort of gets himself in the situation. Now he has to get himself out, which I really appreciated. Uh, Like I said, Michael Ironside shows up too, which is a bit of fun. It's always good to see him in a role, and I thought he was quite good here. Um, But yeah, overall, guys, there's not a lot else to really say here. It's an enjoyable film. It doesn't have a lot going on under the surface, but it doesn't really need to. It sort of just establishes these characters in this world in a realistic sense and the film's just populated with entertaining action it's not as good as john wick and i guess that's the comparison here because a lot of people are going to say oh it's from the producers of john wick and that's the ad campaign everyone's been saying from the producers of john wick but at the same time it does a really good job of just establishing you know who these people like are in this world and really just has fun with the characters in the world. It doesn't do a lot of world building around these characters as such, but it establishes strong characters in in a, I guess, a like I keep saying, a realistic setting, which I enjoyed. Uh, a fun fact for you too, Tobey Maguire, yes, Spider-Man himself did produce this film. He was an executive producer, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, this film was really well liked too, guys. I wouldn't be surprised if we do get a sequel along the way because... I think it did quite well at the box office and during pandemic times, we know that that's really good to see. So yeah, we might actually see a sequel at some point and I wouldn't be opposed to that. I would like more world building. I don't necessarily need something like the Continental and what's going on in the John Wick universe, but just something along the lines of providing a little background for these characters would be a bit of fun. Um, Maybe... I don't know, uh, giving us even a prequel with Bob Odenkirk as well. We've got that de-aging technology now, so maybe a bigger budget could explore something like that. I don't know. I don't necessarily need it, but if we were to get it, I wouldn't mind something in that direction or just even another adventure with Bob Odenkirk dealing with a bunch of gangsters and putting them all to bed. Um, I really wouldn't mind. I think uh, as long as you have Bob Odenkirk involved, no matter what you did here, you could have a lot of fun with the end product. And Ala Nashala too, uh, hats off to him. Like I mentioned, he's a really good filmmaker and I, I did enjoy what he was able to put forward. Uh, not being a huge fan of what we saw with uh, Hardcore Henry, I just really enjoyed being able to see uh, this film and what he was able to, I guess, do after uh, Hardcore Henry because Hardcore Henry sells itself on being a, a first-person shooter, essentially. It's a first-person shooter film, And that's what that whole film is sold on. So what he does here is he sort of says, hey, I'm also a good action director, so check out my action filmmaking uh, sensibilities. And he sort of has a bit of fun with that here, which I do appreciate. And I think seeing him do other action films would be really interesting because he has a really good taste for what looks good on camera. You know, there's none of that Taken or A Good Day to Die Hard's you know, shaky cam, quick cut editing. There's none of that. 
and there's no overbearing CGI sequences. There's a great car chase sequence that goes on for a little long, but it was a really entertaining sequence. I love the end fight in the warehouse. It's great. Uh, yeah, all of that stuff is really entertaining. So I really liked what uh, the team were able to put together here. And I don't know if that is executive producer, um, not Toby Maguire, because he doesn't have any experience in that um, realm, but maybe David Leach, the John Wick director and producer, might have had a bit of influence there. He is a former stunt guy, so I don't know if he did have a bit of input to say, hey, why don't we try and do this or why don't we try and do this? I'm not entirely sure because tonally I don't see a connection between what uh, Nash Haller did with uh, Hardcore Henry in this film, but I think what he was able to do was quite spectacular. And this isn't a fantastic film. It's not a perfect film, but it is a thoroughly entertaining action film and that's what I was looking for and that's exactly what I got. So as far as action films this year are concerned, like straight action films, we've had... Uh, boss level which I thoroughly enjoyed and now nobody which I also really enjoyed uh, both films are just really entertaining and sometimes in an action film that's all you really need is just an entertaining mindless uh, film and that's all we got here and I, I was fine with that I really enjoyed it so that brings this review to a close guys I'm going to give nobody a 7 out of 10 uh, it's available now, so you can definitely pick up a copy like I mentioned. But yeah, that's that review for you guys. So make sure you check out my other reviews. I've got a plenty up on the channel at the moment. Make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast down below. Uh, all your support means the world to me, guys. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you also like, follow everything on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I do appreciate your support there. If you have any review uh, suggestions, make sure you send them through to ozmoviegeek at gmail.com. That's ozmoviegeek at gmail.com. You can also message me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever's easiest for you. I am responsive on all platforms. But yeah, thank you guys. I really do appreciate your support. And make sure you check out Kicks because they're really awesome and they have great films available for your purchase. And you can use the code OzGeek15 to get 15% off your order, which is pretty cool. Uh, so make sure you check out them too, guys. But thank you all for listening once again and look forward to more content coming at you very, very shortly. But until next time, peace out.